like you just you just don't talk about it. You get brought out, brought up to keep your mouth shut, bury yeah. whatever's wrong. For me, yapping with you assholes, I don't I don't talk about my problems. Not because I'm worried about you guys thinking I'm a puss. It's because like, talking oh, with us is the problem. Yeah, that's that's one of the things, and it's, it's hard to totally tell you guys that. But <laughs> that we are the we are the problem. Welcome to Muttering Pines, the show where us city folk try to cowpoke. We drink beer, talk about ATVs, life outside the city, homesteading, entrepreneurship, and ultimately trying to do stuff with our hands. Uh, cool. Hey guys. Teddy, can I eat Teddy Grahams in the microwave? Can you eat in the microphone? Teddy? <laughs> can you eat no, Teddy Grahams in no, the microwave? Matt. You yeah. must now immediately go microwave a Teddy Graham. I must know what happens. I have none of my own to And microwave. eat it in the microwave. Will, yes. Please tell I'll me just, what happens. I'll put it in my mouth and turn the microwave on. I'll jiggery it, put my head in there. <laughs> there you my go. fillings will vibrate. Yeah, put your head in the microwave. Oof. Mm. Gremlins. Um, you guys had a Teddy Graham because these things are just as delicious as they were when I was kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those, those are great. Yeah. Honey cookies. We couldn't have them in my house. They would just be eaten immediately, probably by me. Yeah, as of yesterday. Yeah. All, all gone. gone. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers to you. Uh, I am drinking a glass of Jack Daniels Fire. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where's the rest of the bottle? You going to pull a mat on us? Going to pull a mat. Mm. All right, I'm goddamn dear. I'm doing ginger ale tonight. Ginger, ginger ale. ale for me. Yeah. Canada dry. None of that Schweppes garbage. Schweppes. Uh, I got Schweppes uh, some far out Pilsners from uh, my boys out in Turner Valley. That right there is the best Pilsner. I'm not it's, afraid to say it. It's really good. Yeah. I think Pilsner might be one of my favorite beers. Like, obviously, Pill. Like, the brand Pilsner, but yeah. just like a yeah. Pilsner is like, even like the superstore Pilsner is good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Right. Pilsner's like a Pilsner, but Pilsner is yeah. good. It's fucking good. Uh, but that Pilsner is especially good. It's a special kind of good. There's a, uh, there's math involved in whatever that guy does and his PhD in rocket science is, uh, he's done well with it. So good for him. He's actually <laughs> like a, a proper doctorate of some, Okay, well, whatever. He's really smart. He has a proper degree, and he turned it into brewing, and he's doing well. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, that's weird. Their whole land story is really cool too. I really like that. You know, he's gonna get bigger. Farmer and barley, the special batch. Mm -hmm. Well, tonight our guest is us. Wait, are we talking about men? We're talking specifically tonight. Because it is June, maybe it'll still be June when I actually get this released, but uh, <laughs> we're talking about men, toll, health in men, mm. so, mostly just from our own perspective, because we have no <laughs> professionals lined yeah, up to talk about right. this. So, but it's all. Men's Mental Health Month, right? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. According to a internet search I did. A long time ago when I planned this one. Mm -hmm. Didn't you only plan Um, it this morning? No, this has been in the dog. I've had, this is like the one that I've planned for like the longest time and then did no research on. Good. Oh, um, but I think it's important because of kind of like what we do, right? Like outdoorsy stuff and hunting and talking to bodybuilders and, yeah people that make things and like i think it's one thing that doesn't get talked about because of the 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 what do you call it like the the stigma stigma thank you Mm -hmm. um behind like men not being sensitive or they don't have a hard life because white men are awful because of woke culture and everything or Um, they don't need it right they don't need it right yeah yeah Yeah, i don't need help from anybody or I don't need right. to talk no. about my shit. Your life so. is so easy. What do you need a society's help for? 
Yeah, you you old white male. Right. Um, fun yeah, fact. Silver platter. Fun statistic I did find is that uh, on average, women are more likely to experience mental health conditions and more likely to attempt suicide. That said, men are more than three and a half times more likely to die from suicide than women. So yeah. they're better at it. <laughs> well, think about. I'd like to think of it like historically, men are just more successful. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. <laughs> so it's because we don't change our minds halfway through a decision. <laughs> wow, I uh, uh, I did I did not know the the women are more likely to attempt, but men are more successful. So I thought it was yeah. only the men were more likely to more men die a, from suicide. I didn't know yeah. There's a definition right. of the the final outcome. And on, in all seriousness, it is because they choose more lethal alternatives like firearms yeah right hanging I, yeah hanging. i did hear that that the um the the firearm the the shot to the face is very frowned upon by the females and well splattered upon by the men i don't yeah i don't know many stories of women hanging themselves either so it's like no yeah anyway that's so a bright that's cheery statistic to start it all all right. off with yeah, it, it's terrible. I, I agree. You know, I think like life expectancy going down for any group is terrible. It's going down for, you know, except pedophiles population. Yeah, maybe. But I think um, the I think we live in a better time to get help now than we ever have. I think it's more normal mm -hmm. to talk about it. I think it's more normal to um, you know, tell people that you're doing it, it's more normal to take time to do it, you know, and, and so that, you know, I think, I think that's good. Um, I think the, um, I think the success of male suicide continuing to increase though, is really alarming. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think there's, there are other sides to you know, the lethality of, of men killing themselves than just their access to, to mental health, right? Like gun control is part of this and, you know, safety in general is part of this training with firearms is a huge part of it, right? Safe storage is a big part of it. So, and, and those are all things we have to do because we're all firearms owners. We're all men. We all have like reasonable professional success, which is an indicator for stress, which is a you know top line reason for men to consider suicide in the first place. So there's, you know, dozens and dozens of reasons that we have to be just slightly more careful than mm -hmm. our friends that don't own firearms, that don't operate equipment, that don't have to transport substances into the woods and then figure out a safe way to consume them you know, and still, ha you know, be able to enjoy themselves. Like it's, you know, it's dangerous. What we do is dangerous. Yeah. But yeah. And like, not even in talking about like the extreme, like the suicide and stuff, but I mean, just suffering in general of quietly. Uh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was a comedian. I feel like it might've been Bill Burr, but it, I, I don't think it was. Um, but basically it was like, um, no, it was Mark Marin actually. Um, it was like any guy, you know, has a, some sort of <laughs> physical ailment that they are just, when you say like, Oh, you doing? Oh yeah, I'm great. That's the total lie because there's something where it's like, Oh, I don't know why my poop was red this morning. Just going to ignore that. And, not talk about that and that'll just Ignore go away on its own. And yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tell people about why my, my asshole blistered all of a sudden. That's just, we'll just, just, that'll go away. And then just swallow it and go on to the next problem. Yeah. And the same thing happens with like mental strain too, right? Like, no, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I think, but mm -hmm. like so Bill Burr, nine times out of 10, not fine. Bill Burr did do a skit based on it. He's like, how are you? It's like, I'm fine. It's like, even if you're not fine, you're fine. And you just bear and go on with it. It's like, it doesn't matter how bad shit goes. 
you're fine because dwelling on it doesn't make it any better. And yeah, and you don't want to talk about it. And you don't want to talk about it with other people for whatever reason. Burden, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. showing weakness is one. But like for me, yabbing with you assholes, I don't, I don't talk about my problems, not because I'm worried about you guys thinking I'm a puss. It's because like, talking oh, with us is the problem. Yeah, that's that's one of the things, and it's it's hard to totally tell you guys that, but I'm that we are the we are the problem. Yeah. But it's, like you just you just don't talk about it. You've been brought out brought up to keep your mouth shut, bury yeah. whatever's wrong, and like you're going to get through it maybe, and uh, it's nobody else's problem. Like, you're going to get through it, says the firearms owner. Yeah. yeah. Well, this I, is my I, point. By frequently the way. talk about it more means mm -hmm. the more opportunity you know but i think Without, we do talk about it though sure I, I talk about it on a semi-daily basis of uh like you know you know i just want to slip a noose around my neck and jump off the roof <laughs> most of the time no, that's i think how Darren, I feel, man, but like, we I talk about our problems <laughs> we don't externalize our suicidal wishes Matt. we talk oh. about we talk oh. about the things that are bugging us at home well this you, is you start with that and then, then it leads <laughs> into the problems that i in fairness i don't feel like i've ever had a time where i don't have somebody to talk to especially with you two mm -hmm. like it's that's and, fair and that's that's a lot of times why the like i mean there's a lot of humor involved in it too that's how i deal with stuff but um, like a lot of times that's how our conversations start, you know, it's, wait, how are you doing? Oh, uh, yeah, I was in my garage and I was looking at my vice and I was thinking, I wonder if my whole head could fit in there. And I wonder if I could actually squeeze it until I was gone. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, Darren, how are things? You know, like, that, that, well, that I'll tell you, it doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. This is, but this is my point is that between the three of us and you know there's some others too like alan who was on the show once and uh, <laughs> uh yeah shout out once. to alan for coming he out. died out. on yeah, the trip. he died twice twice two times he died yeah um you know i i feel like i have that with you guys i have that with a few friends like i don't feel like i've ever had isolation from it and mm. you know so so i feel lucky in that sense but um i don't think I don't think that everybody has that. And I think some people that do have that don't use it. Yeah. And I think for me anyway, with us, I think like, like you said, we joke about it and it, Matt, it's you're right. Like, it's fine. Like, let's get through it. Not a big deal. But like, we talk about it and we're like, so like, is everything good? It's like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, it's all good. But if, if it, if it ever came up where it was like, I don't know, I honestly don't know if it's going to be good. Right. Then instantly, I know the two of you guys would be like, see you in 20 minutes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That That's it. There's, yeah. The, the cry for wolf when we make some crack about like sitting in the garage with a tailpipe or whatever, it is so fucking loud that there's no way you could mistake the real thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it, it's obvious when something's actually wrong. Yeah. Yep. And I know. I don't feel like I have to hide it, though. That's my point. Like, I don't feel like I have to. Well, see, because you're you're doors. you're a happy person. If you weren't a happy person, <laughs> you might feel like you have to hide it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bitch being happy. Ooh, it's lonely. Right? <laughs> it's miserable. Well, it's depressing. There's people out there that are are legitimately like that. So, you know, more more introverted, don't want to bug people anymore even if they're your close friends it's like you just yeah, sure you just keep it to yeah. yourself no matter what like literally no matter what uh i know a couple of peoples who uh their husbands committed suicide and they came home and they had no idea and just one day they're just hanging from the rafters or sitting in the car there's two instances <laughs> and it's just like yeah. holy shit you had no idea and one day it just snaps yeah just yeah. 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 I know, I know stories like that. I've definitely heard stories like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I have a friend, I'm not going to name him because that'd be a terrible thing to do, but um, I have a friend that is the kind that keeps things to himself and just gets through them. And he's an astonishingly successful person. So however he deals with his problems works for him. So I, I can't judge him on this, but so I'm Darren, not, not kidding you. About I, us. Like I've known Unless this guy said for, astonishingly successful. Yeah. 
<laughs> I've known this guy for much longer than I've known the two of you even. And um, he, he, somebody close in his family was involved in something so seriously criminal. I'm surprised it wasn't a headline. And I didn't know for 14 years. That was oh, how wow. long he didn't tell me about it. This was a person I saw every day, every fucking day for most of a decade. <laughs> like, so he's so really good. There at are people that, that are like that, Matt, that you're talking about, you know, is it your yeah. dad? It's not my dad. My, <laughs> my, yeah, my dad, my dad, he's not like involved in criminal in fucking Rimby right now. Like, I don't know how to explain my, my dad to the, to the listeners, the 80 year old road crew guy in Brimley on an excavator. He is, he's fucking, he is. Yeah. You're right. Actually. He's what he did find the cocoon. I think that old geezer. Yeah. Um, he found the cocoon inside of a caterpillar and he's just been the happiest guy since. So, <laughs> he's so, so happy. He's up there today at the cabin because they got rained off the job. And so I get it on the oh. trail cam. Fuck he goes yes. by on the quad. He, he calls it a pleasure ride on the quad. But before he went on the quad pleasure ride, of course, he took the the cat down to the corral and just like cleaned up posts and wire and stuff. And so so the corral is the old corral is gone and has been completely now replaced with like a, a engineered beam built corral out of stuff that Richard brought from his his full time job in like working on those engineered beam things. So yeah, my dad's having the time of his life up there. He drives a cat when he's like not at work and then he drives a truck when he's actually at work. It's just, that's the best. You saw a bank get knocked over by a hoe. Like, are you kidding me? You guys have a good time hoe, a bad hoe. Yeah, like a machine, not, <laughs> not Candace. <laughs> Definitely Candace. Oh, Candace. Candace Tanny, was in there. Tanya. Desiree. Uh, Oh, so, Desiree. Is there budget in your property for a skid steer for your old man? Because, you know, like a skid steer is like a, a glorified wheelchair. It's going to keep him going for the next 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put an IV in the thing. He'll never like, get out of it. That's the solution for mental health. Yeah. It, well, okay. Yeah, we should bring Money, it back around to right? that. Yeah. Money. Yeah. But like, I, in I seriousness. I can tell you how my dad deals with stuff. My dad deals with it through work. He is yeah. like the the definitive Calvinist. So if, if you don't know what that is, Google it. But just know that it is uh, like where you find all things through work, happiness, uh, fulfillment, everything through work. That's my dad in a nutshell. Are those where you find all things significantly colder? <laughs> Why is that, Darren? Because the Kelvin scale. Oh, or is it hotter? God. I might have oh, fucked no. that joke up. It's a no. fucking <laughs> physics joke. <laughs> Calvin's a measure of temperature, so yeah, yeah, I like it. So um, your, your old man measures his happiness or deals with his happiness based on work. Yeah, which My is dad he, deals with it based on booze. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like the three, the four main causes of of like, especially in men, I think, in in, in anyone anyone uh, of mental health issues is stress at work. Mm -hmm stress at home so like relationships kids all that kind of stuff your physical health like mm -hmm. yeah your physical health and uh and substance abuse what we're sipping on talking. i'm just i'm gonna prepare my one hitter while darren's talking i did not yeah. expect it to be such an excellent punchline. so it, it's interesting that scott your dad deals with it through um work which yeah. is a known cause yeah well i think so but I, I think of it this way though he's you bury yourself the only work that he does it through is physical right it's not like right. he like hops behind a desk and whips up something in photoshop like when my dad goes and works it involves activity and and so it's it's exercise like mm -hmm. how he deals with everything through work right. is is you know, it's part exercise and then it keeps him sharp. He's a good problem solver. And then it also, um, you know, makes him feel useful. And for my dad, that is the thing he was raised to believe is most important. You know, he believes yeah. that being useful, useful is the most important possible thing you can be. And so 
he's easily finds that because he's a very capable old guy. You know, the worst day of my dad's life is going to be when he can't do that stuff anymore. And I could promise you, he's just going to drop dead. The minute he can't do it, he'll just drop dead and he'll be fine with it. Yeah. yeah. As soon as he's become a burden, he'll just go away. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. yeah he won't. Yeah. He's, I uh, hope not. Yeah. That's, Matt, you said your dad deals with it through substance abuse. Well, he doesn't consider it abuse. He just considers no, but it like it is. And it's the same way my dad dealt with it too, right? You just drink it, drink yeah, it away. It just, yeah, it just goes away. Oh, I feel stressed. Oh, this is that, and and sit and pour right. yourself a couple of toddies and uh, the the alcoholic lifestyle, the 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 booze and the how it affects your life and forms your life. Like I I I'm cautious with my life because I like liquor. I like beer. I like everything mostly about it except the social problems it can cause. And so yeah. I'm, I'm cautious with it. But mm-hmm. it's the best Simpsons joke, right? The best Simpsons joke in my opinion is uh beer, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Right. Yeah. 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 So I don't want to get into that particular issue in my life and I could totally understand how it could become a problem. Like, Hey, it's, it's, it's great. Now it's like, I feel shitty. I'm going to have a couple of beers. I feel great. I'm going to have a couple of beers mm-hmm. and you cautious tiptoe around that problem. It's like, do I want this or do I need it? And I'm always, so we, th- I, we I think of it continuously ask myself that. Yeah. That, so that, Neither. that's just it, Matt is, you know, typically you think of alcoholism as hereditary. So, but you clearly recognize the problems of it and how to avoid it. So, so how, how are you adjusted in a way that, that you're able to reason your way through it and not fall into the same trap as your dad. I have several instances in my life where alcohol has ruined, ruined things. Not wanting that to be me is the Hmm. reason that I'm earthed by that. It's Mm -hmm. not letting it go and having your life fall apart around you is yeah, Hmm. that's, that's, that's how I deal with it. I could totally understand both sides of it. It could be totally sober or totally drunk, but I, I happen to enjoy it. I just don't want to be, I don't want to be that person that I'm thinking of. It's well, just fuck, like, we're going to have to cut this part of the show, but we're going to have to cut it because this is a show about not learning things. And it's clear that yeah. you've learned something. So, <laughs> no, no, no. So the well, thing is I'm not learning run. and I'm still drinking. If I had, uh, if I had learned anything, I would have probably just <laughs> abstained from alcohol from my previous experiences. So like, you know, that's hmm. that's where I am. That's well, that's good. good scares me about this stuff. But you're yeah. you're I don't want to say cognizant, but you're actively cognizant about it. Like it's not like, oh I know it's a problem and then but it is a problem. You're like, I know it's a problem, so I'm not gonna let it be one. And then you yeah. end it. Yeah. I saw a headline today that um there all the restaurants are getting prepped for eight AM uh booze sales because stampede's coming up oh yeah yeah but they're fine with it because they're going to charge 10 50 for a budweiser some fucking awful price did you say 10 250 because that would be yeah (laughs) ten dollars for a shot an ounce 10 bucks an (laughs) ounce for budweiser um what's interesting is the the society or the city will let that go because it's such a financial money maker they will put people's the, the the reason that you don't serve before 10 or 11 is for that health aspect that is mm-hmm. legit or not but there's there's a background history to it and then because of stampede because they're like oh people just want to have fun so they'll serve at eight in the morning like that's they did the same thing for world cup they lifted I, restrictions so pubs could open at yeah. seven oh, yeah. or whatever to watch the, the games over oh yeah that's right i remember that yeah, yeah. So what kind of rodeo is going on at eight in the morning? Probably the I same one that you started last breakfast. night. Yeah. It's going to be so you can have pancake breakfast and like booze. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against it. I just think it's interesting. The, the, the moral tweak that they do where they're like, they're mm-hmm. going to allow it for certain events, but not for others because it's yeah. bad for most of the time, but we're going to allow it because people want it for this. I'm like, so we'll either let it happen think about- or don't. 
What did you think about when they when they allowed it in parks during COVID? Then, perfect, and that's still allowed. You too. should like uh, certain parks, right? Yeah. Certain spots in certain parks, right? I'm yeah. not anti-alcohol in public. I think it's a, it's a ridiculous thing. You can only have alcohol in behind a cage or in your home or whatever it is, and unless you're going to be an idiot with it, then whatever. I think it kind of makes it all more insidious when we treat it like that, right? Well, if you're going to be an idiot about it, you're going to be an idiot anyway. You're right. not going to give a fuck about the law. Yeah, yeah I won't walk down the do street it. with a, a can yeah. of Budweiser. I'll walk down the street with a uh, a go mug full of Ryan Coke or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's happening sure. anyways. Well, I went to Canadian Tire last weekend, and I pull in into the parking lot, and the guys in front of me had just come out of Canadian Tire, obviously, or were just going in. They were standing and talking by their car, having a beer in the parking lot. Yep. I was like, that's interesting. Because one... Unique, unique place to have one, yeah. Canadian Tire parking lot wouldn't be my first choice. <clears throat> Maybe <laughs> talking about like gardening because the garden center's there. Yeah. yeah it's a yeah. stretch. Two, you're in a parking lot, so somebody is driving out of there. Publicly, that's not a good look. You didn't walk. To the, yeah. There's no sidewalks to this Canadian tire. You're standing by your open car with an open beer. Yep. Ballsy. It's, but also Alberta. It's choices, right? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, aside from booze and drugs, Scott, uh, my question for you guys is when you get into the murky waters of mental health issues, because we all have them. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. What do you do to get out of it, to escape, oh. to get relief? Oh, that's, that's the, that's the property. And, and all of that, that whole side of my life is that it's just there to, make sure I have an outlet and, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not, and it's not some stereotypical like rage outlet or anything. I just, it's interesting and it's fun. And, uh, I like, you know, crashing through the trees with a lawnmower, like a dummy. And I like making little spots for the families to have Creekside picnics and, you know, it's Minecraft in real life. And I, I love that. I love our spring trip because we, we get away and see shit that we don't see. And we like, and, and frankly overcome shit that we wouldn't normally overcome. Like you hacking apart that log this year was really something. I, I thought about that a lot afterwards and it, it sure so, was something. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, it, and the yeah. Dull axe and a dull saw. <laughs> yeah. And then later a nearly broken mind. shoulder and somehow miraculously barely a flesh wound. But anyway, <sighs> that was dicey, yeah. man. Yeah, was you, uh, I thought for but, sure I was going to be sucking blood out of my lungs. But this was my that point one. earlier. Is, you just lucky you, you know, you know like, so. the things that we do to keep ourselves straight are legitimately dangerous things. You can't do them if you're in a seriously bad place because anything we're doing is just too easy to turn the wrong way at any second. Like thinking even about just like, the ridges that we were driving the quads across in a couple of spots this year were really sheer drops. And so, you know, I, that, that is the outdoor stuff. That's how I, that's how I unwind. And that's the stuff that I look forward to. And it's, you know, the, the reason that I don't overreact to a situation is because I know I have that trip next year in April that I want to go mm -hmm. to and I don't want to, make some dumb mistake that's going to prevent me from being able to go on that. You know, it's the reason I go stretch in the morning is so like I, when I get up, you know, there, I can hop on the back of a tailgate and, you know, walk further than eight feet from my camp chair. So, <laughs> you know, like it is like, it's, seriously, that's the reason. Yeah. It's the reason I chose teeth. Wow. That's not, not poignant at all. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Matt, what do you do? Uh, honestly, it's I uh, I crutch on alcohol quite a bit. Come home, have a couple beers. Um, 
when that's not based on timing, then I'll head out to the farm and hmm. completely separate myself from my life. Same shit. Keep him busy outside. I, yeah, I hate being at home now. Hate it. It's to the point where I don't even know why I live here. Cause it's just like, I don't want to be around my house because it's, that's life. That's, it's just work for the sake of work. And it's like, if I go to the farm, it's more like play, mm -hmm. just do whatever. And I do not interact with my outside life when I'm there. I just, I'm going to get it. Yeah. I'm going to get it Either. wrong, but it's like that line from, uh, that Corb Lund song, the S lazy H where he said his work is his play. Does he say that? Okay. Yeah. 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 Where it's like, yeah, I got shit point? to do. Like I have legit chores. Same with me. Like when I'm like this weekend, when we go out, I got shit to do like mm -hmm. stuff. Most people are like, fuck, you gotta install a sink and mow yeah, the lawn and all this. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to install I, a sink out there. I can't wait to get on the mower with a beer and mow the lawn and <laughs> cut trails. You mow the forest, for God's you sake. You mow the forest. To. What's what that? that, Matt? You, you get to, not you have to. Yeah. That's, right. That's true. Exactly. The difference. Yeah. I like to keep busy, and that's... One of my favorite first experiences going to the farm was mowing the grass. And I mowed it for three or four hours, I do a pass, swing by, grab a beer. By the time I was done, I was fucking half cut. And it was one of the best experiences of my life because <laughs> I never, I don't have a riding lawnmower at home, but yeah. man, when you can sit down and mow and drive equipment and fuck around and have a beer in your hand, what a difference. I'm hoping Just, I get to do that this weekend. Usually I've got a kid on my lap because all he wants to do is ride the tractor. Yeah. So I don't gotta, get to drink my beer while I mow the lawn. You got to hold one precious thing, not the other. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, it's like that in fishing, right? Where you're not mm -hmm. doing much. Are you doing And you just, you feel fine just having a beer after. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a good, I think it's because you're doing something monotonous too, right? Like it's like a, it's meditative. Yeah. That's why I go on the walks here in the city. For sure. It's because it's just the repetitive motion of feet and hands totally unlocks your head. Yeah. Yeah. The mowing the forest thing is so much fun. And it's it's a ridiculous amount of fun for how difficult it is. <laughs> because so for, we're talking and your mower is the same way. We're talking about a regular push mower, a gas push mower that we're pushing through recently moved debris forest like long grass and stumps and twigs on game trails through the woods and it's hot and sweaty and dusty and it's spitting shit everywhere mm -hmm. and i cannot wait to do it at all times i'm thinking about the next time i get to go mow the forest so i can have great hiking. be uncomfortable yeah yeah I'm covered in bug bites when I get back, no matter how much bug spray I have from doing this and they're irritating and still mm -hmm. I cannot wait to get back out there. A little bit of Lyme disease when you come home. Yeah. 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 What's a little bit of Lyme disease when you've got a trail, like a goddamn Roman emperor down to the Creek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are you, uh, you putting your harrows together back together this weekend there, Mr. Northcott? I'm going to do one. Yeah, I think oh, I got enough awesome. cement to do one tire. And I'm going to do you your, tried your idea. The current concreted harrows? Yeah, they're garbage. Oh, that's too bad. Matt had a good idea of putting in a, a, a circular board inside the tire as a base and then oh, mix the yes. concrete and pour it in. So it's like a solid, it's like a curling puck, basically. Yes, what a good rock. idea. Yeah, nice so one. I'm going to do that. I only got enough cement for the one, but. That'll be, if that doesn't work, I'll just tie the mower to the back of the quad again and just drive the trails. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, uh, I went I over hope... with my wife the uh, the dra dragging that trailer up. Yeah, and she's not all for it, but she's going to do it. So yeah, there's three quads Bitchin'. coming up. It's going to be good. That weekend is going to keep the oil and gas industry in Alberta alive. Yeah, alone, just on fuel for quads. <laughs> 
we are going to have so much push down trail. It's going to be amazing. Um, so yeah, getting outside and doing stuff. Yep. Yeah. I, mean, I think outside and doing stuff. But for us, like that's, you, I think you'd be daft if you, if you thought it was anything different. Right. But, and I, like, I think the, the thing is, is I can do it either up there by myself, out there by myself, just with you two or with my family, you know, or with all of our families, mm-hmm. all the same effect for me, like just a terrific experience all around different experiences. Sure. But I'll take any one of them anytime, yeah. you know, like they're just, it's a, a wonderful thing to, to share with anybody or do by yourself. And that, I don't think you can really get that in any other activity. No. Like the outdoors Fresh is air so special that way. Does wonders for everything. But even like, you know who I think about a lot lately when I think about like, like the mental health thing is our guest, Jay, Jay Nickel, the mindful hunter. Yeah, right. Yeah. He because dealt he with had a lot of what we're talking about. He dealt with a lot and he, his thing is like, he just sets a, a goal and he's mm-hmm. got to achieve that goal and it's all or nothing. It's like, yeah. he's got that drive, which I think really helps because without that drive, if you don't have, if you don't have something that you're kind of passionate about, like we were like the outdoors and the farm and, and ATVing and stuff like that. Like you, I don't even think it has to be passionate. I just think it needs to be something to look forward to any yeah, so same to thing forward to. Yeah. If you don't have that and you don't have the drive, then I think that's where you start to wonder if it's all worth it. Right. Mm-hmm. I watched the Schwarzenegger documentary on Netflix and Schwarzenegger said the same thing Nichols said, the exact same thing. They, they, you know, same point of view, those guys, and not unironically, Nichols, successful competition bodybuilder right now. Yeah. And, and yeah, I like, I'm not driven like that. I'm not, I'm just not that guy. But I do always have a thing to look forward to. And I do always think about what's between me and it, whether it's time or a decision or a thing I'm buying or not buying or whatever it is, I'm always thinking about it and without Mm -hmm. it, you know, I wouldn't have that, that kind of guide. And, and so, yeah, that's really important having that goal. And Matt, I think you're very driven. (laughs) I feel I'm, I'm pushed driven. I don't know. Yeah. Like you get it, you get something in your head and you're like, I can fucking do this. Right. Oh, like yeah. you're like, Oh, I'm going to build a future. And you're like, Mel, I've built three. There's or, tweaks. Yeah. There's, there's certain tweaks in my head that push me. There's certain tweaks in my head that guide me. And then when I'm, I'm pushed, I, if, if this sounds right, if I'm pushed in my own head, I'll complete it without any hesitation. And if I'm guided, I will find if it's going to be the right path, I'll finish it. And if I, if it's like, ah, no, you know, this is, this is kind of dumb. And then you just pause and you just go on. So like, I'm not, I'm not obsessive about the goal. If I find hmm. something I'm, I truly think will work. Yeah. There's, there's very little mm-hmm. to stop me. And if it's like, I start hitting roadblocks in between, I had this, it, it sounds really stupid, but I have this saying in my head, if it's too hard, it's not worth it. And that's not, the way it comes off but it's like in my head if it's like if things line up and it's like a b c d it's like this is working and this is great uh yeah and i just i i proceed down that path no problem but if it's like a goes to z and then goes back to b and it's just like this is fucking dumb like i need to like reevaluate what's going mm-hmm. on and so right a lot of, a lot you of take my, a step back and reevaluate that's yeah. important i don't hmm. yeah you like to refine too though Right. I really, yeah. When, when I have something in my head that doesn't work the way I want it to the first time, I can't, you got to fix it. I can't sleep. I think about Oof. it constantly and it drives me yeah. fucking nuts yeah. until my dad I can is either, I can either find the solution or it's like, I re- I come to that realization where it's like, ah, no, you know what? This is, this is the wrong path. Stop. Yeah. Figure this out. Matt, the last time we were at your farm, and uh we were um loading up the quad and you were helping us like get it in there so it wasn't like bumping up against the back of the truck and stuff 
Um, we were like tying it down. We got in the truck, my dad and I afterwards, we were driving away. As soon as I got in the truck, my dad goes, that Matt has a lot of know-how, eh? That was, that Matt has a lot of know-how, eh? That's like the <laughs> nicest fucking thing that's, I've ever heard him say about anybody Mist- in my life. <laughs> I was like, from oh, Mr. Know-how himself? The yeah. The guy who's it was, done it and said it? Yeah, it was, I, I was like, oh, fuck, Matt. That's, Matt's going to like it when he hears about this one. Yeah, that yeah. makes me feel Matt does have know-how. You. Matt does have know-how. You have a lot of know-how. I can see why you're a process guy like that, you know, where you're just like, hey, I wonder how this works and just getting into it. I could, yeah, I could see that because, yeah, shit. Every, every time I have an idea and I'm like, I think this and this and this, I think it's going to work. My wife's like, did you ask Matt? <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't ask Why Matt. not? Uh, you're right. I probably should. And then I ask you and you're like, yeah, but this, I'm like, oh, mm. sorry, buddy. No, man. I'm sorry. You're get constantly getting calls like, hey, what do you think of this? And you're like, yeah, yeah. And then nothing. And then I'm like, oh, great. You liked it. And then like the next day, I'm like, okay, but also this, this, and I've done the math. And if you reduce it by like a quarter inch, it'll be a lot lighter. And, you know, we could probably just weld it tomorrow. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> talking about wood, Matt. We're not welding wood. <laughs> Is this you're talking about your fence gates, right? Yeah, because that's that's how that started. Yeah. What do you think about building a gate that like what were they like twelve foot spans or something like that? Two twelve foot spans out of yeah. wood. I'm like, yeah, it'll work. And then I fucking I sat down at work and just drew it all up. It was like, nope. For 120 bucks, we can get the material. We can weld it up tonight. And I've already got it. And I've, I've grabbed it from the shop. Yeah. Material's coming tomorrow. But you see, like that kind of like drive. Well, though that's not true, I guess, because you have like musicians that you think would be like really driven, and they've they've bit the bullet, so to speak. 20. Kevin Shields from My Bloody Valentine. So he makes a seminal album in in 1989 called Loveless. And then they do nothing until like the very late 90s or maybe early 2000s. And he's asked about it by magazines over and over and over and over again. And he keeps answering the same thing. He's like, look, I'm not like some savant that just like has music pour out of him. One day an album's worth of stuff's going to come out. And until then you're just going to have to wait while I read this magazine. (laughs) And it was like, I was like, wow, what an honest guy. I really love that about him. Like, you know, for somebody who had made something that, you know, was so inspirational to so many other musicians to be like, look guys, like, I know you love that thing, but that took me for fucking ever. Like, Mm -hmm. so I'll see you when I'm, when I see you. That's not what I meant though. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize that. No, that's fine. Listen better next time. No, what I meant was like having the drive to kind of get through, having the drive to kind of get through any mental health issues you're having is not necessarily true because you have driven musicians like um, the guy from Lincoln Park. Was it uh, Chet? Is it Chet? Hmm? Oh, not Durst. No. No. uh, Yeah, yeah. I know the guy you mean. We're gonna have to look anyway, him and um, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. Like the guy with the best voice ever. From um, wait, the guy with the best Cornell, voice ever is Chris Mike Cornell. Patton. Oh no, Chris, it's Mike Patton, not Chris Cornell. But go yeah, on. well, Chris Cornell is gone. That's who I'm talking about. Oh, um, but he was like a super driven guy, and was quietly suffering, and now we right. no longer yeah. get music from him. Gone, yeah. So, uh, Norm McDonald, the Canadian comedian, Saturday yeah. Night Live weekend update host, same thing, like yeah. just told no one and then just one day died of cancer and posthumously put out this weird thing where he did stand up with an audience in front of a camera like we are now. Yeah. Like, yeah, same kind of guy. So, I guess the point is, like, no matter how driven you think you are, I think you need to have an outlet yeah. for your, whether that's escaping or talking to someone. Yeah. And or, yes. or do both at the same time, yeah, yeah. Or find something that's all three plus exercise, like like we all exercise have, is a big one, yeah, yeah. Like that's, I think the outdoors are again special because they can give you yeah everything. They can give you 
solitude. They could give you physical physical activity. They can give you togetherness with other people, family and friends. They can challenge you and put you in danger. You know, like all of that is possible there. And it's like right outside. It's super easy and it's beautiful. And if you don't do it, you're missing out. So there's a whole other reason. Yes. Whole other reason not to grab that gun out of the vault. <laughs> and if you don't have anyone to talk to, yeah. I don't know. I call us. Must... Leave something in the comments. We'll respond. Oh yeah, yeah. Darren will respond. I'll respond. Yeah. I have so nothing else to do. Matt and I will text answers to Darren, and Darren will post them. <laughs> just... Is probably the thing that'll happen because. Because apparently Matt and I are geezers that do this. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So what did you guys do for COVID? So during COVID, when everything shut down, oh. it sucked. It just sucked, right? I loved COVID. And there was... <laughs> the there was fucking best. There, there were great things. I it, it refined my life to the point where it was a new awakening, but it did it because of certain things. So... Mm -hmm. I think about if those certain things had not have come to fruition, what would have COVID done to me mentally? And right. I think it would have crushed me. Locked yeah. If you house. only had like a 400 square foot apartment. Yep. Lived in a and shitty like, like Bosnian city or something where there's no good pathways or nothing to do. Yeah. It would have fucking, it would have been like kids, jail. Two kids locked in doing homeschooling, uh, two adults working from home in a place you can't leave. I, uh, I was lucky enough to, to have the farm. That's when it came in and it guaranteed saved my sanity. Um, what are you Darren? Yeah, I think like we bought our place mid to late COVID, but like we, luckily we have a very sizable backyard and our backyard saved us because we would just be outside. Even in the winter, just build snow ramps. You know, we got pathways. There's not a lot of people out there on the path, so we just go for walks anyway. God, what that was like when nobody was around and nobody doing things. Oh, man. Like now there's like cars on top of cars in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Double deckering somehow. I don't get it. But, yeah. If there was nobody. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. And we got to like focus on shit like, oh, let's make a really nice yard. Like we, we expanded our yard. If that's a thing, it is a thing. We did it. And that was something I never would have done. Cause everyone was like, even you, Matt, you were like, why don't you make this your parking pad more yard? And I'm like, fuck no. And then during COVID, I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> more grass, more fire, more fire, more, beans. more space. Let's just get more space. Yeah. So. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was a, it was good. But if we didn't have what we have and we didn't have the neighbors that we had because we got locked down with Alan. Right. Right at the beginning, like they came back from Mexico the day everything got locked down. And I was at their house dropping off groceries and having a beer. And like the next morning, they're like, if you've, you know, quarantined for 14 days, if you've been in contact with anyone outside the country and everything shut down, I was like, well, fuck. I guess we're in it. So we were just kind of like had a little bit of a community, which is nice. The hmm. community was a big thing for me having uh, at the time, a close group of neighbors that you could just like you, we, we openly decided to like say, fuck the rules and just like, you know, if we're going to do this uh, quarantine shit, we'll just do it together and then be done. Mm -hmm. And so that, that was a big sanity break. Uh, like yeah. I, my, I liked my old house. I hated my old neighborhood. Just, yeah. it was awful. And I can't, I can't say how many times I'm thankful for where I am and what, what I got to live through. Yeah. Yeah. No real insights there though. Eh? No, <laughs> no. So but no, I, uh, yeah, be, be lucky and have a good group of friends, a good group of neighbors. Yeah. And if and, you don't have those people, go find them. They're out there. Like Tinder. I don't know. Get on. Do something. Meet people. Because the people are going to be the whole... Unless you're like a total loner that just wants to live in the woods, then you're not at risk of suicide anyway. So you're yeah. totally fine. Well, then you're playing with video games anyway, and you didn't even know COVID happened. 
Yeah, yeah, that or you're out building a cabin by yourself in the woods and you don't give a fuck. Well, like so Ted Kaczynski, who just recently perished. Like the, the Unabomber? Unabomber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he just, yeah. just died recently. About time, eh? Yeah, he wasn't high up on my list of people I wanted to live. No. <clears throat> but yeah, get outside and get friends like we have. Do you guys think Ted? Not Kaczynski us. We're not into new friends, issues? but get friends like us. Do you, Do you think Ted Kaczynski had mental health issues? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I think he wrote the book. I'm sorry. <laughs> that joke popped into my head, and for some reason, it was like the ghost of Norm Macdonald jumped into my head. <laughs> there. Do you think Ted Kaczynski had mental health issues? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there you go. You got to say it like Norm Norm Macdonald would. Yeah. Do you guys remember, because uh, it's been a while since we recorded, but our last one we did with Dell, we did that rapid fire session. Matt doesn't remember that one. Oh, I do. I just don't. Um, but yeah, it was like this or that, this or that. Yeah. I thought it went really well. Yeah. I've done one for each of you for this episode. I fucking hate you. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Good. Scott's let's, first. Let's do it, and then I'm out. I'm out yeah. after that. All right, Scott. Video games or movies? Movies. Inside or outside? Outside. Beer or whiskey? Whiskey. Indica or sativa? Hybrid. Nope. Indica or sativa? Sativa. Can-Am or Yamaha? Can-Am. Steel or Husky? Steel. Digital or analog? Analog. Marketing or farming? Farming. You're destined to be poor, eh? <laughs> just, <laughs> all, all the things. answers are what make you poor. Yeah. Yeah, right on. And all, okay, and Matt. All life choices have made of rich. What's up? Mead or wine? Mead. Whiskey or rum? Rum. Kawasaki or Bombardier? <laughs> Bombardier. Bombardier. Ford or Dodge? Oh. <gasps> pass. No, Ford. no, you can't pass. If I can't oh. say hybrid, you can't fucking pass. Fuck, oh, she's going to be Ford. Yeah. Steel oh, or Husky? Shit. Still. This is going to be our most watched episode. This is a revelation. Yeah. Uh, you said steel? I did, yeah. Wood or metal? Metal. Ranch oh. or ca- ranch or cabin? Oh. Uh, proper ranch or just like f- play ranch? Sure, like hobby, hobby farm slash like proper ranch or just like a cabin? Proper ranch. Oh, yes. Ready for the last one? It's a doozy. You like to be poor, too. Fuck you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> last one's a doozy. All right. Dead or alive? <laughs> DOA. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to be poor and dead. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I like that. There you go. Oh, the dead oh. poor. The, the truck the dead one. Dead poor. The, the, the Dodge North got me. That was wonderful. Um, okay. I'm going to cool. go watch the end of Terminator 2. This is oh. a really fun episode to do. It was good to yeah. chat with you guys just generally. All right. Well, see you guys next time. And for now, Matt. Keep on chooching. Keep on chooching. Don't fucking kill yourself. Talk to somebody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Good, great advice, Darren. Thanks. Bye. Hey, nobody. Don't forget to check out MutteringPines.com for our line of apparel and follow us on social and anywhere you listen to or watch your favorite podcasts. And remember, keep on choochin'.